0: Welcome back to the Buzz with Bernie, an economic development podcast. I am here with your host, Bernie Maybank, and today is um, extra buzzy for me because you brought in some new – look at this packaging. This is one of the Buzz with Bernie kind of balms, and I love the new look. This is great. Thank you so much. All right. So our guests get a lot of these when uh, they come on the show. And before we get started with today's show – I've got to ask you: Is it around bee time?
1: It is. I get my bees from Blythewood Bee Company on April 10th.
0: So before we get into it, how in the world, when you get your bees, what does that look like, Bernie?
1: They are in small little beehives, and uh, with uh, obviously there's a screen keep keeping them from getting out, but always a few of them get out. So I drive it all the way to Edisto Island and then put it out at their, at their stand.
0: And they come by Rolls-Royce? They
1: come by a big truck, naturally, of <laughs> course. <laughs> well,
0: super. And that leads us to today. And our guest today is Rick Todd, president and CEO of the South Carolina Trucking Association. Hello. How hey. are you, sir?
2: I'm fine. Thank you for having me.
0: I feel like we should be uh, playing that C.W. McCall song, the Convoy song, leading into to speaking with you today. Are you familiar with that one?
2: <laughs> Love that. And there's another oh, one, Johnny Cash, I've Been Everywhere, man.
0: That's, oh, that's a good one, too.
2: <laughs>
0: that sounds great. Thanks for being here. Um, you know, I, I am the queen of really horrible puns. So I have to ask, has it been a rocky road for you uh, over the last year or so, sir? Ups and downs?
2: Ups and downs, we were freed from the obligation of doing a lot of our regularly scheduled meetings and things like that. But then as a trade association, we lost a pretty significant source of our income um, and didn't have to go hang out at the state house, which wasn't so bad. didn't have to put the suit and coat and tie on and stand around and have my feet ache. Um, but I really miss our meetings, our face-to-face meetings. You know, associations are about networking and people. Yes. And so, yeah, that's been tough. And I'm, this has actually uh, created an opportunity to do things like this, though. So it's, it's, it's had a positive side, too.
0: Well, we appreciate being here and to uh, help educate and inform our viewers and listeners. Let's start with on the roads over the last number of years. When I'm traveling through the state, it feels like the number of trucks has picked up. Obviously, we saw during the pandemic people needed goods. Uh, truckers were extremely busy. The upside of that it's, it's gotta be good for the industry. The downside is you need more people, correct?
2: Yes, yes. And yes. So on the economic side, just in terms of freight volumes and levels, you know, when we had fewer cars out there, but, but just as many, if not maybe more or repurposed trucks, we really stood out more than the normal. There may not have been the congestion issues, but the percentage of vehicles attributable to trucks probably went up, made us more noticeable. And we're really a gauge of the economy. Um, because we do our business on public highways, you can really tell how the economy is going by by truck volumes. Um, mm-hmm. And we had pockets of weakness. Some fleets you know, are doing uh, things in the queue for our uh, supply lines at manufacturers and those manufacturers shut down and those fleets really suffered. But if you were hauling refrigerated goods, um, instead of serving restaurants, you started serving grocery stores and and the like. So. Uh, There were sector weaknesses, but generally uh, freight continued to move. And as we've seen uh, over time, construction has really picked up. If you've been in home improvement um, freight, construction freight, um, that kind of stuff, you've been been covered up. And our folks tell us right now they're as busy as they can be and they just can't keep up with demand.
0: And then we were talking about Filling those positions because the demand is so great and the industry is busy, especially in certain sectors, you need to fill those seats. You need more drivers.
2: yeah. Um, you know, trucking is not one industry. It's really an eclectic mix of industries. And so uh, what what we all have in common because trucking is everybody's business is you've got to have that truck, but that truck requires a driver. and so, Uh, like Bernie mentioned, uh, you know, you got to have people, well, people are retiring, they're aging out, they're moving on to different uh, jobs, and we're not filling the seats quickly enough to replace the ones we're losing out the back end. So it's, that is one of the major reasons why we're seeing uh, such strain in the supply chain and why we can't get our stuff or get our stuff done in time, because just about all of that requires a truck driver.
0: So, you have been a huge proponent and key in the development of a program that is uh, spreading the news, the B Pro Be Proud Workforce Development Program. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that and how it works? I was mentioning that I, I've seen this huge truck uh, in the parking lot of a couple of my kids' schools.
2: Yeah, we're real excited about that. Uh, we uh, changed the name of our foundation to the Associated Industries of South Carolina Foundation. Um, We are partnering with uh, the Home Builders Association, the Associated General Contractors, the Forestry Association, State Chamber of Commerce, and our Trucking Association. Um, And we uh, have joined with the state of Arkansas, which pioneered this program. And we went to the legislature and said, if you'll operate this program, send it to the schools and the institutions, because these are public facilities and you have the keys to these places uh, where the students and the people who need jobs are, then the private sector, our groups, will put together the money and we'll build this mobile workshop and put a truck tractor uh, together with it to haul it and we'll lease it for for a zero dollar lease to the Department of Employment and Workforce and let them take that mobile workshop out into the state and show people, young people, students, parents, um, what these skilled trades uh, can offer them in terms of a quick education, a quick job and really, really good pay. And part of this effort is to remove the stigma that uh, you know you don't have to go to a four-year college to be able to get a proud, uh, meaningful and well-paying career. And so we're really excited about it. It's, uh, it's in demand, it's booked through the whole school year and uh, the state house budget included another full year's worth of funding. So it probably will end up being funded and booked completely through the year 2022.
0: Uh, for, for parents who are watching, for, for people who might be interested, what would you tell them about this industry? And especially when it comes to salaries, I, I think people probably have some misconceptions there.
2: Well, it's a collaborative. So it it really is focused on the construction trade, some advanced manufacturing, transportation, distribution, and logistics. So we've got a CDL, just a a BMW of a um, CDL driving simulator, um, motion um, and and, and all that stuff equipped on it. We've got a very high quality Caterpillar um, heavy equipment Excavator simulator. We've got a forklift simulator. We've got carpentry um, and other construction trades uh, virtual reality simulators. So it's loaded with us uh, gamification um, and those types of simulators that can give people a sense for for these jobs and um, tons of information. And it's got a um, uh, a management of data. Uh, management system where the people can go in the students in advance and while they're there can touch screen they can enter their own profile kind of like a LinkedIn uh, for high school students something similar to what the uh, manufacturers alliance is doing with their future makers program and so we can watch these kids see what they're interested in and then let the tech schools and employers um begin to reach out to them and and try to encourage and recruit them to their industries.
0: What are the salary ranges? Oh Lord. I mean, it it
2: ranges from the, you know, almost 50 in trucking 50, 60, 70 for diesel technicians um, construction trades, you know, in the forties, fifties and, and, and over, depending on what your skill is, your trade is, we've got uh, Duke and Sumter utilities, promoting utility workers and these guys 70 80 90 plus so these are really high in demand high skilled high paying careers
1: all right and you talked to us about the high school program does the technical college help uh, recruit truckers or train truckers
2: yeah we went to dr hardy at state technical college system and he's got a cdl by the way so he gets it and uh, we told him Uh, We asked him and and, and talked about our needs. They kind of staffed a study committee, which basically confirmed what we had been telling everybody, that we have a severe shortage of truck drivers, shortage of technicians and other workers. And that the tech tech system is really uh, our higher ed uh, go-to. And so they need to and, and are ramping up their CDL and diesel technician training programs. We believe the Be Pro, Be Proud program is going to generate a market for them. And so they need to ramp up to meet that anticipated demand.
1: Do do all the tech schools have the program or just a few?
2: Not all of them. Most of them. Um, These are capital intensive training programs. So um, and you can't run but a certain number through at a time. So some of the tech schools have been a little bit less enthusiastic about it. But I believe they've gotten the message from the legislature and from state tech and from our industries, that we need to all partner and do a better job and ramp up that capacity.
0: So we've been talking about some of the highs and the lows. Speaking of highs, gas prices have been up. How is that affecting uh, the industry?
2: You know, uh, that's a major cost um, in the movement of freight. And so there are um, charges built into freight for basic fuel costs. And then when fuel fluctuates, you add a fuel surcharge, and then adjust it accordingly. Um, so some of the fleets you know, are impacted uh, more than others, certain sectors more than others. They're effective or, or they have leverage with their customers to be able to pass those costs on. They can't eat it. There's not just not, not enough profit margin in, in uh, transportation. You, you hear you get your stuff with free shipping. Well, there ain't no such thing as free shipping. Um, So fuel is a factor. Um, Most sophisticated fleets are going to get that cost back, but it does have an effect on overall transportation costs, and so we do have concerns about that.
1: In South Carolina, having a very low gas tax, does everybody on 85 and 95, all the truckers always stop and fuel up in South Carolina? Well, you know, it's
2: interesting, Bernie. Every trucker in interstate commerce pays every state Three different layers of taxes: fuel taxes, registration fees, and in South Carolina, property taxes. Those are all apportioned, of course. And you remember, in your days with revenue, we worked on the property tax scheme. Right. But um, it's it's a convoluted accounting system. But for cash flow purposes, because these taxes are paid, and then any any tax that's due um, at the end of that quarter for fuel use and um, and the like. Um, they buy where it's cheapest to buy and then pay the tax later where they burn it. So we do, because of what you just said, our low fuel tax rate, we do sell a disproportionately high amount of fuel in South Carolina.
1: And turning to the gas tax, the use of it, Um, we've been paying the extra gas tax for, what, three, four years now, and I don't see a whole lot of road construction, highway construction going on. Is uh, y'all obviously followed a lot closer than I do. Is that is that accurate? Or, I don't see any roads being built or improvements being built.
2: Well, Bernie, I say this kind of in jest, but in all due respect, you need to get out more. <laughs> this place is uh, our state's covered up with yellow cones and um, and construction zones. Um, you know, uh, DOT is is taking in probably 1.7 billion more and they're spending or have to set aside funds for contracts that they have in the works to pay out about 1.7 billion. Um, so they are spending as fast as they can and as fast as the construction industry can deliver these projects, um, the money that they're getting. So, you know, what, what we read in some of these, uh, uh, these media outlets uh, is not the big picture. DOT, Christy Hall has done a fantastic job. I've been doing this a long time. She's probably the most competent, well-respected, best managing DOT secretary in, in, in my career. And um, their cash management is exceptional. They got into trouble a few years back. They've tightened it up. And, um, you know, we have to trust that they're doing uh, the job as best they can. They have limited resources, but tremendous demands. And uh, they're not going to make everybody happy. They have to split the money between Safety enhancements, um, resurfacing, bridge repair or replacement, and interstate capacity widenings. And they have to, because politics, you know, demand it, they have to spread that money around as best they can to satisfy statewide constituencies, the House members and the senators. Um, so I think, all in all, they're doing a great job. To your point, our fuel tax what about is a whole electric? lot lower.
1: What about electric cars? Uh, They use the road just like gas cars use it. Do they pay the gas tax?
2: Well, they don't pay a gas tax per se, but they do pay an annual fee, which would be kind of in lieu of what they would be paying if they were burning fuel. Um, It's low. Uh, We were one of the early states to implement an electric or alternatively fuel vehicle fee at renewal. Uh, But since then, states have... um, uh levied comparable uh fees which are probably double what we charge here so we need, we have some catching up to do now would be a good time to do it before <laughs> before that vehicle population grows substantially
1: and and is that money dedicated to the roads that fee dedicated to the roads
2: yes and bernie our legislature in in, in, in working with the private sector freight interests and others uh, over the last couple of decades Our state and our legislature has done a really good job of cleaning up what we would uh, generally call a diversion, you know, where like Congress does. They tax you for this, and then they use it for that. Uh, This state has done an excellent job of eliminating uh, use fee diversions and actually applied those funds to the projects where they should be.
0: You know, Rick, uh, obviously we're an economic development podcast. So before we let you go, some of the top things from an economic development standpoint that people should be looking for uh, over the next year or so or, being, or paying attention to when it comes to the association and their best interests.
2: All of your uh, constituents are, are freight centric and they are truck dependent. They may get uh, bulk materials in by rail, but none, no, no construction occurs without a truck. No um, freight deliveries occur without a truck. So we're working hard to make sure that our DMV processes our registration and our taxation um, efficiently and at the speed of business. Uh, we've been working hard with Kevin Schwedo on those. We've got some cleanup legislation to enhance the capabilities of motor care services. That'll help. Um, you know, we're looking at what DOT needs in terms of further funding so that we can address capacity issues because most of the freight that uh, we all see from an industrial standpoint, moves on the interstates and major freight corridors. And uh, they don't have a solution for that. They have a 10 year plan which will address bottlenecks um, and some bridge replacement. But there are a lot of bridges that are getting ready to be posted with weight restrictions and that's gonna create a problem. And so DOT, Bernie, I know it looks like they're getting a lot of money and maybe in some areas you don't see construction, but it's going on. Uh, but despite all that, they need more. Um, so we've got to, we've got to work with them on that. And, you know, the port, we have to continue to su- support the port, um, and, uh, the, uh, uh, increase in, in, uh, construction of, uh, transloading facilities and things like that, because freight is going to continue to move closer and closer to the end user. Um, and, uh, that, that's probably it. There are all, all kinds of federal challenges we've got uh, and we'll, we'll see more of with the new administration coming in. But on a state level, our legislature has been very friendly to um, uh, the business community in terms of meeting our needs for a safe and efficient infrastructure.
0: Uh, before we let you go, is that you out on the links and that portrait behind you? If you turn around and look at your wall there, is that, is that a portrait of you out? Um... Getting a hole in one?
2: Uh, the one behind me right there? Yep, right there. No, that's an old picture from uh, the Masters practice round. Back when you used to be able to go and take pictures, it was uh, Jack Nicklaus and uh, Greg Norman.
0: So, Were you there?
2: I was there took a the picture. But, um, you know, a lot of folks walk in here and they say, who are those golfers?
0: That is so funny. Where's Tiger Woods? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got some of the greats there behind you, and, and you're great. Appreciate you taking your time to be here with us today. Rick Todd is the president and CEO of the South Carolina Trucking Association, and hopefully we haven't scared you off, and you'll come back and give us an update uh, down the road.
2: Well, there's a lot to talk about. Look, look forward to it. Thank you.
0: All right. Thank you so much, and thanks for joining us, everybody, for more B Updates and your economic development news. Look to some of our other podcasts, and we'll see you next time. Have a great day.